commencing operation integration in this episode of the podcast we finally reach the conclusion and learn how every bot lives happily ever after or so it seems what would you do once you found out your adventure has reached its end i don't know about you but our hosts should probably be looking for new jobs anyway let us continue with the show Welcome to the podcast where we are currently recapping the events of Transformers IDW 2005 Continuity. I'm Onyx Prime with my co-host here. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. Moving on with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Transformers Lost Light 25 and Optimus Prime Issue 25. And as always, spoiler warning. But really, if you haven't read the comics and you're here, why are you reading the ending first? What's going on? Come on, go read them. You start from go the read. end and then you go back the, to the beginning. You, you work it back, time and me. So, <laughs> if you haven't read it already, we highly recommend you go back, read it, and then come listen to the podcast. As always, we have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. We'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before, so click that subscribe button. Tell your friends it's a good time. Now, let's move on with the podcast. Hilo, do you mind giving us some of the hard facts? We'll do. A number of comics is just two. The Lost Light issue 25 was released November 7th, 2018, and Optimus Prime issue 25 came out November 21st that same year. The writer are James Robert, John Barber. The art by Jack Lawrence, Key Sama, with colors by Joanna Lafuente and Josh Burgum. Fantastic, and we have some lovely trivia for you. In Lost Light issue 25 on cover B, you may notice a lot of items used by the crew throughout their adventures. To save some time, because there's a lot, I'll only mention a few, such as a bottle of nightmare fuel, Ultra Magnus's really long nameplate, and we've achieved something banner. Personally, one of my favorites, I really need a banner like that in my house. The language used by Rodimus to describe the fate of the Lost Light is a metaphor for the comic itself and the broader concepts of the story about ongoing licensed properties, changing creative teams, and the rarity of definitive endings in that industry in general. Were the Lost Light allowed to go on with something else at the helm, Rodimus laminates over time bit by bit. They'd end up replacing it with blank, a bad copy and he would rather see the ship get a proper ending from which there is no going back. That makes sense. It's Ooh. it's a metaphor, you see. You I put guess. the thing yeah. between... Never mind. <laughs> the, the humans will love that reference. I've been watching Earth movies. Oh, have you? Yes. I think that one was Baby Driver. Nice. Nope, that's not right at all. No? Uh, well, Same actor. Yeah, Baby Same can't actor. Drive. Right? Yeah, well, it's a weird Transformer. In Optimus Prime, issue 25, RC, serving as a teacher for the next generation of Cybertronian, alludes to her animated counterpart, who was a teacher before the war, which nice. might be the same uh, inspiration that uh, Transformers Earthspark RC took, because they were a teacher in that show. I see it there. On page three, a sign is shown advertising Energon Goody, 
as they appeared in The Transformers The Movie as wafer-like sticks of gum kept in a square container. You're welcome. Nice. Halo, do you mind giving us a short summary of these comics? Will do. After a final lap of honor, it's time for the Lost Light crew to say goodbye and move on with their lives until tragedy reunites them one last time. In the aftermath of the battle with Unicron, our heroes build a new future on Earth, and we look back on the life of Optimus Prime. And as always, this information has been taken from the wiki. Fantastic. Some sad uh, summaries there. <laughs> yeah. No, doesn't sound like a great time, but we'll we'll dive into those real quick. We'll dive into those. So, starting off with Lost Light issue 25, we start off, I just said start off several times. Oh, goodness. So sad. In the future, with the crew gathering one last time for Ratchet's funeral. But at the same time, we get scenes in the past before the crew was disbanded. Any interactions that stick out to you, Kilo? At first, it kind of took me by surprise that Prowl was here. I'm like, Prowl, you're on Earth. How can you be here? But then but then they kind of fixed it when Prowl says, hey, I don't have long. I got to go back to Earth. And I'm like, oh, OK, OK, I got you. You patched that up. But I love I love seeing the crew reunited. I know it's a sad circumstance and I love the interaction with Whirl and Rodimus or no, I think it was Drift. Because Drift gives Whirl a gift that Ratchet left him and is a brand new pair of hands. And well, not brand new. They're the Ratchet's hands. Brand new to Whirl. <laughs> yeah, brand new to him, I guess. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, but uh, New to Whirl, you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, but he gets a, a pair of hands that Ratchet left him. And Whirl is like, I don't need them anymore. I... He, he he's now come to terms with his claws and he, he he likes them now so i thought that was cool yeah it was a very spark warming moment that like throughout their character arc they kind of blame them for the way that they were on them losing their hand and it's kind of like like self-acceptance at that point yeah Especially since he's in and out of jail. <laughs> yeah, oh my point. So he's so had some things. time to kind of think things over. Garrison 10. I really enjoy Rodimus lying about how Megatron helped open a Matrix to get him off from Death's Row. And Megatron and Ultra Magnus get a scene together, which is, I think is kind of powerful, where Megs is saying he's so much bigger without his armor. What were your thoughts? Yes, because Ultra Magnus is finally saying like, hey, I come to terms and I'm not going to wear the armor anymore. And I'm like, oh, and just Megatron saying that it was like very powerful. And like, I know this is, you know, drawings and it's not an, like a movie where like there, there's music and everything. But at that moment, it was very, a very intense frame. Just Megatron telling this to to Minimus. And it was like so powerful. Right. And that's on par with the rest of how the comics go with Lost Light more than meets the eye. And they talk about something working, Kilo, in this comic. Uh, we discover that in the flashbacks, before the crew disbanded, they attempted one last quantum junk. Much like when we saw in Phase 2 where it created two versions of the Lost Light. So in theory, if it worked, one would continue on adventuring in a new universe while the other stays unknowing if it worked. What were your thoughts on this concept? Or this Relevation? It's an interesting concept, right? Because now you have some characters 
now you don't know which one's the real crew because they they mm -hmm. show us both scenes of the crew that's traveling and both the crew that's here so we don't know which one's the copy of which even though that they, they at one point they do say that they become their own thing but now it leaves it open for you know possibilities of other stories following the crew that's still searching and traveling around which was which is a pretty cool ending but meanwhile the other ones don't have such a, a good ending it's kind of sad and sweet at the same time it's kind of hard to explain because even yeah. brainstorm brainstorm now has a suitcase that keeps him alive i'm like what happened my dude why yeah <laughs> well you have two different kinds of endings you have like the one that's like happy ever after adventure times forever 100 times all the time adventure and then you have this like very realistic ending which is like yes it's sad but there are bark warming moments still in it if that makes sense yes yes i, li I liked i like cyclonus telling world that once he gets free he can move in with them i yes. really like that kind of bond they created through the hardships and everything absolutely there's also this other thing i want to point out something happened between now and the previous comics everyone has seemed to have forgotten about rung and that he ever existed but the funeral bot lv113 there's that number again he's always putting that number in somewhere slowly starts to look like rung throughout this issue what are your theories like could this be an analogy that god still walk among us or that he's still with them in spirit or that anyone could be god Oh, that's why he looks so familiar. Yeah. I see. I think this, because they, they've been talking about how Luna 1 now has new sparks, and they're they're trying to see if this function as Cyrotron has enough energy, or Energon, to keep the new uh, found life alive. So this could just be wrong being rebirthed in a new body, because mm -hmm. he, he will still look the same, just doesn't have the same colors. So I, I like that. I like that kind of ending where it's like you're not sure and it's up to the, the readers to figure that out. Okay, I see it yeah. now. I see. I see. There's another one theory that I have that I want to bring up. So we find out in these comics that Rong is Primus. Is he also Primus in the Functionalist universe? And we saw him quote unquote die, but he's Primus the self-healing. Did he come back? Mm. And this could be that version of him. I don't know. Well, could they be? No, wouldn't that make two wrongs though? Because then their wrong would also come back. Well, their wrong like sacrificed themselves to create the Matrix seeds, the twelve of them, right? Yeah, so he, but he he lives on through the Matrixes, right? But, I don't. But know. he's the self healing, so he could come yeah, back from. That's where that comes from, right? The self healing. But yeah. I don't know. But two wrongs we... don't make a right. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Moving on to Octopus Prime issue 25, we start off with a montage from Orion Pax's first steps from the spark field through the ages of becoming a cop of Icon to becoming a Prime and everyone's savior, while at the same time we see RC in present day helping Earth and Cybertronian relationships. Any scenes stand out to you? I like that they're, they gave us the origin of Optimus becoming a police officer and... Mm -hmm kind of seeing how he thought things would work and Cup being like, I like you, kid, because you, you're a little bit different. Because I feel like everybody just picked up the gun and they're like, this is what I need to do. And Optimus was still kind of like, aren't we not supposed to do this? And he was still like fighting against what the, what the norm was. And I really like that, that little scene between them. It makes them stand out, right? Yes. 
I want to jump to the present day scenes. I really enjoy the Mistress of Flame Pyromagna's design. Like the golds now mixed with the, the greens and reds. And then I also enjoyed the flip perspective of where Bumblebee is now seeing Starscream's ghost on the beach. Yeah, yeah. I figured that was going to be the the case there at the end. <laughs> right, right. We all knew. Man, it's like a subtle nod to the G1, of course. Starscream is also a ghost, a nice but nod. in the beach, there's only one set of footsteps. <laughs> I like Star, uh, not Starscream, Thundercracker getting a, a nomination for his movie. Yes. I hope this is a real scene, it's not just in his head, because I'm, I'm <laughs> glad. I'm glad that his screenwriting was very good, and, and they could they could win a, an 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 award. Yeah, well done. Maybe we'll have him on the show, and he can help us write a D and D episode. Yeah, that'd be great. So, what were your thoughts? when shock when it showed where shockwave is imprisoned because to me it looks like it was at the bottom of the ocean and in the submarine prison i'm surprised they kind of kept them alive but i really enjoyed the prowl and shockwave tension that they showed i i'm i'm i kind of i it just doesn't feel right at this point with the because in the lost light one probably was like hey megatron still has to pay you never found the the knights, so we need to continue the trial. And if everything goes well, we're just going to imprison him forever. Yet Shockwave gets to be in his own cell. Yes, he's in prison forever, but, you know, that cell is not very secured. I think he could escape. And I'm like, they kind of both did the same. Like, Shockwave did collapse the universe into a black hole and then he destroyed a bunch of worlds so he kind of did almost the same amount of damage that megatron did so i think they one should could both argue more they should get the same treatment not one is in a jail cell that can still kind of see around and the other one's just trapped in his own spark kind of jail I, I don't feel like that that's fair <laughs> yeah it's one of those too dangerous to be left alive anyway yeah where have i, I didn't want i didn't want to take it there but you know <laughs> <laughs> oh wait that's something that's uh that's a star wars reference see i'm watching movies i just can't remember which one's which now yeah i'm glad swerve has finally convinced you yeah but then we reach the ending where we find out everything has been a story told by rc to the next generation of transformers elonians and humans thoughts because i really like some of the designs such as sideswipe jr and like the subtle uh slicer nod yeah, they look very cute. I really like the designs. I like the there's on the left of Sideswipe. There is a it's like a purplish pink with yellow, and it almost reminds me of Sideways from the Armada show, the, the mm. motorcycle. Mm. So I don't know if that was like a little reference there, or it's just like it just has the same colors. But I really like that design, and I like that there's another wheeljack in the background playing with the kids. So that we're getting we're kind of getting our our bots a little bit back on 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 the plane of the living <laughs> even though they're yeah. not the same <laughs> surprised we didn't see ironhide in this future because we remember back in i think it was like early phase two phase one ironhide had visions of the future and this was kind of like sort of close to what he was thinking yeah they don't have a new badge like he was seeing his mm -hmm. and he was the only one that survived as well that's true so, so maybe happens even further down the road yeah or it just never happens it might have just been something to throw us off the track and it might have been a hallucination that he had could have been so kilo 
Is there anything you want to circle back on, or should we move to Rod Star Rating? I kind of I like the there's they held a ceremony for Optimus Prime and kind of mm-hmm. they bury him, but I'm kind of kind of sad and disappointed that Starscream didn't get one. I know he did bad things, but so did Optimus in, in cases to save, you know, the, the his uh, the Autobots and humans and other races. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think Starscream should have you know been buried because Starscream's they never recovered Optimus' body. They never recovered Starscream's body, so they could have still. You know, done a little funeral for both. Well, they black widowed him. Oh my god! Because I think in the human movie Endgame, they do uh, a funeral for Iron Man, but not for Black Widow. Yeah, I guess. Spoiler: If you haven't seen the, uh, the <laughs> it's Avengers. too late now. <laughs> I know, right? So, if that's it, you want to lead us to Rod Star rating? Rod Star rating. These comics, even though they are the end of the continuity, there are a couple things that I just kind of didn't quite enjoy a lot especially with the lost light and they've been through a lot and i know not every ending is happy but it's like rewind got stuck in a usb form because he wanted to intake a lot of information i'm like did he really have to just be stuck in usb mode like why why make them suffer again and so it was like just give him a win please (laughs) give him a little win and they it's kind of a win air quote when they have the separate one going through continue their adventure but uh i just win asterisk yes (laughs) and then for the for the optimus prime one the the story was okay it was just kind of like a little bit of backstory more of optimus prime but we didn't get to see i feel like we should we could have seen more of earth now and kind of be told the whole story through rc and into a little bit more details, like how in some shows they go like, and now this is what we're doing. They kind of show the new communities with the, the different races because now there's there's more <laughs> races on Earth. So I feel like they could have done that instead of kind of focusing a lot of Optimus because we've already seen his his origin and these this phase three was a lot of Optimus, Optimus, Optimus. Yes. So I was a little bit tired of Optimus at this point. <laughs> so. Uh, for these, uh, it would have to be out of five, right? Out of five for these two issues. Out of five for these two issues, like a 3.5. 3.5? point five is not too bad. I'm going to... I think I'm going to do a four. Do a four. And I think I'm with you on a lot of... Like, there's been a lot of Optimus Prime. But I do want to vouch a little bit for Lost Light because, like... They they did a compromise, giving us like a super happy ending and some one that's realistic, but it's not necessarily super sad. Yeah, some of them are like there's ups and downs, right? Rewind stuck in the USB mode, but now they're closer to Chrome Dome than they were ever. You know, pros and cons all around. Solid four for me. Not saying your opinion is invalid, <laughs> but some people are more right that's than others. That's what you're saying, okay? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So that's the end of the IDW continuity. That is the end of phase three. Now, I want to do is talk about phase three and only phase three as a whole from here on out. So if you want to stop the podcast, feel free. If you want to continue on, we're just going to talk about our favorite scenes, characters from phase three. Kilo, what's your favorite scene or series and character of phase three what stands out the most to you what's been your favorite man i really like aileron's character arc in this phase Mm -hmm. and we didn't get to see a lot of rummage 
but I really wanted to see more My of the Junkers be a little bit more involved. <laughs> but Aileron really stood out for me. It, it was a brand new character. They, they gave her character development, and she was involved in the story. And it evolved into where she almost took over for Optimus Prime, and I really, really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed reading her her story. You know, it wasn't too focused on her, but she was still part of the story. She was she was moving it forward, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah, for me, I I honestly really like the two older one volumes. All of them were heavy hitters. We had like the first one where they were gal- gathering the different colonies, and we got to see what the other colonies looked like and interacted with each other. Fantastic. You got volume two. I it's just I can't remember if that's the one with the uh combaticons that was super emotional with the the changing how they do things on the streets. You had the volume three where there's the political aspect with Starscream and versus Windblade, but then there's also the Titans return again. All of them have been fantastic, and I think Windblade and Romeo have been my highlights of this phase. Yeah, see, interesting. Any part of phase three as a whole, do you think that if you could change something, what would you do? I feel like the Optimus Prime volumes, I kind of got tired reading them after a while because it was always Optimus did this, Optimus did this, and they was just complaining on uh, about Optimus and like nobody did anything to fix or like you'd be like, hey, Optimus, we don't agree with you. We're going to take a vote and we're going to get you out of being the leader of this and we'll pick somebody else or something like that. But I was always complaining about Optimus and Optimus is dead and he thinks he's that. And and it's just a lot of infighting when major events were happening and we, we were just stuck here looking at the same bots argue about how Optimus just didn't care about anybody, yet he was out there trying his best to take care of everybody. So it was just, it was a little bit kind of annoying, that aspect of it. Yeah. And... I agree with you 100%. And I think they, what they did show the first time, it made sense because, like, everyone's a critic. Even if you're doing your best, there's always going to be someone that's not happy with you. It's the repeating the same thing over and over again, I think, is what was annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Because every time we, we saw one of the, uh, it was Euler. Once we saw Euler or Slides, no, Euler's the one that died. Slides, when we saw Slides being involved, they were just always complaining about Optimus, but never doing something to change that, never trying to find a way so that things would actually change instead of just being like, I, don't, I just don't want to follow him. And nobody was keeping them there, but they just decided to stay there and just complain and complain. <laughs> yeah. What I would change part of this phase three I think a lot of the crossovers. You had the Revolutionary, the First Strike comics, you had the Visionaries. There was a lot of things that they felt last minute adding because they knew the end was near or they were trying to do a advert subtle <laughs> quotes on subtle, subtle advertising for their other comics. And it didn't feel like it fit to me. It just kind of, it was like, oh, okay. And you can almost skip them. For the most part, there are some major things. Yeah, I, I agree. Some of the crossovers, they have a major plot point, like the Visionaries, when they rebuilt Cybertron. 
Mm-hmm. And now there's trees and everything. But when we do come back to Cybertron and Unicron's attacking, they don't mention anything. We right. don't anything with the visionaries until like the last second when Windblade's like, wait, I remember one thing. And then they're like, can you teleport us out of here? And that's it. Oh. So one last thing about phase three. How do you think it compares to everything else? Do you think it was a high note, a low note, mid note? And we'll dive more into it in the next episode, but just general ballpark. I, for phase three, for being the end, it didn't feel like the end to me. It just felt like it kept dragging on. So it's it's definitely lower than the other two for sure, for okay. me. So out of rod stars for all of phase three, out of ten rod stars, what would you give phase three? Out of ten, I would have to give it like a six. It wasn't. It's not my favorite. And it just there was a lot of lore dumps that just seemed like to loop on itself and just kind of didn't do anything or they just felt like rushed and they're like hey uh i did this and it's this is why it's here and you're like what that doesn't make sense but you know you kind of move on yeah no that that makes sense for me i would probably give it a seven seven and a half because the high notes are really good you got the lost light you have the tool one series i really like the unicron series but then some of the low notes are either mid or like you can you can kind of do without this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that is it for the continuity. Is there anything you want to talk more about phase 3? I wish we would have gotten the the giant robot battles. Giant <laughs> mech fight. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been great. But listener, what did you think of these comics? How many raw stars would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below. For both these issues and Phase 3 as a whole, of course, I would like to see both of them. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. So, for the listeners, we'll do one more episode where we'll cover each phase after this. But we wanted to let you know, after that episode, we'll be taking a month-long break. But during that month, if you are a Patreon, we won't charge you at all. But we will be coming back with other content. We're taking a month off to collect our thoughts on what we are going to do next. We're going to do video game, card game, and future comic review stuff such as the 2019 continuity or other crossover events. And we're also working on our D&D editing. Kilo, is there anything else you would like to add or add some sneak peeks? or talk about more uh, we'll be working on a review for the transformers D book that came out from renegade Studios, so that will be coming out soon yeah good stuff good stuff yes 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 kilo do you mind talking about your twitch my twitch my twitch <laughs> i have a twitch channel which you can find it on twitch.tv slash kilobyte prime it's a website and you can catch me live playing video games and hanging out with some of my co-hosts and friends of the podcast just talking about transformers playing games and having a good time and if that's something you find interesting and fun you're welcome to stop by and just it join the chat and send us messages or uh, follow the channel so you can stay updated on when I am live. And if you want to know my schedule and when I am going to go live, you can follow me on Twitter at Kilobyte Prime. Fantastic. Any new toys on your end? Any new toys on my end? Not yet. I do have my Victory Saber on the way Ooh. and I'm excited to check it out. 
Nice. Speaking of Victory Saber, I recently <laughs> got a Victory Saber Planet X. I don't think that's his real name, Victory Saber. It's uh Admus. Admus. Wow, that sounds like uh Atmos Everdeen. Yes. <laughs> well, I was gonna say a Transformers disease, but we oh. won't get into that. Oh, but he looks absolutely fantastic. Very Transformers IDW 2005 accurate based on the, the Lost Light issues and stuff. I absolutely love him. He's too scale to my third party Mastermind Creations Deathosaurus. So I have them both battling it out on my desk. Nice. I, I backed the Deathosaurus, so I will soon have them both. And by soon, I mean next year. <laughs> yes, yes. And then we can let them fight. Yes. <laughs> also want to thank Kilo and Clickbait for getting me the Star Saber. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm glad you liked them. Do you mind taking us out? Will do. If you've enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you want to help out the show even further, we started a Patreon. Oh, the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we have some tiers that offer other forms of gratitude, such as 3D printed files and entry to our Discord channel. You'll even get early access to our comic review episodes a week before they're publicly released, also our D&D episodes a week early. We have a goal to reach 500 subscribers, and we will be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before. So make sure to click that subscribe button and tell your friends it's a good time. And as always, we hope you're all staying safe out there. Thank you so, so much for listening to All Are One. All Are One? Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you're interested in more content, try checking out the spinoff of D&D series Transform and Rollout. The second and newest season titled First Stand of the Wreckers with a brand new DM, a different story, and from what I hear, a better pilot episode than the last series. Sorry, not sorry, Onyx. Let's tune in for a preview now. I think to myself and say it out loud. Well, well, it went in Tarn. Do as the Tarn nations do, oh and I go in the egg. <laughs> what <laughs> even? <laughs> You're not in Tarn, bro. What in Tarn nation? Well, it's, it's like the, it's like the what Roman Tarn nation. Oh my god! Because you know the what city, the Tarn, Tarn city. <laughs> no, I know, but you're uh, not. You're not in Tarn. <laughs> I know. Okay, yes, yeah, but, but when, when you, you say, say when in Rome. Rome you don't you, you don't, don't say it when you're in Rome. I mean, I'm sure lots of dads do, but <laughs> that's something you would pull, Onyx. Hex got yeah. it. High five. Yeah, I high five. I totally got it. It makes perfect no, sense. No, it does not make perfect sense. No, yes, okay, continue. Uh, regardless of all anything, these haters, I go anything, in the if you're going, no, which is no. one hell of a sentence Onyx, anyway. If you're doing anything, if you're going for what is like the main empire, you should do Kaon. I don't know why you picked Tarn. <laughs> Really? Okay. Well, I, moving on. I say what I said. <laughs> Cross, as you're on the floor, you feel like a pain on your side of the of your uh, stomach area. The pain is very faint, but it's like focused in one single point. As you kind of feel like it's something like crunching on the inside. Since I'm already on the ground, I just fall over to the side, fetal position. What now, Cross? Something? <laughs> what? What is going on? Deadpan, dead face. I'm in a lot of pain. I kick him. <laughs> you, you what? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Cross summit. Poke, poke, poke. Hey, do you need me to grab a stick? What? What do you mean you're in a lot of pain? You're fine. Astonishing. There is also a YouTube channel with bonus content such as video games containing funny comments. A link will be provided below. And if you are so inclined, you can support us on Patreon where you can get even more bonuses content such as 3D files, access to their Discord, and listen to content before it is released to the public. More links will be provided below. End transmission.